0: Good morning and Merry Christmas, friends. What a gift it is to have us in your home today as we celebrate the birth of the Christ child. This is a unique opportunity for us to be a part of the streamed virtual church sharing the Christmas story anew in powerful ways this year. so grateful you've decided to stream our service, be it Christmas morning or at some other point, to celebrate the work of God and the birth of the Christ child. This morning's a bit unique. You have heard already from a variety of musicians from our church and we will continue to do so throughout today's stream, but we give these as gifts to God and to our community so that we might be able to celebrate this year no matter where life finds us. I want to invite you to join me in a moment of prayer. Holy God, in whom we all live and move and have our being, we give you thanks for this Christmas morn. For this chance to gather together around the manger's edge. To peer in and see the Christ child. To offer our gifts, our lives, and our stories to Him. For indeed, this is a morning of the greatest story ever told. Of your great love for us that was made manifest in the birth of your Son. So bless us in this time. Bless us across time. No matter when we're experiencing your hope, your life your joy this Christmas, that we might know you and you might know us. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. It's wonderful to be able to join you in your homes on this Christmas morning. Know that I'm doing exactly the same, opening presents with my family, our children, and celebrating the traditions of our Christmas Day When our kids wake up in the morning, they take the Jesuses from my wife's nativity that were kept in a box, one great box of God's gift to us as a family, and they match the Jesus with the nativity set that they belong in. Jesus is finally put to home and to rest in the manger scenes around our house on Christmas morning. It's the first gift we open, the very first thing we do. Then we have traditions around what we eat and what we say and how things get opened There's this gentle process of sharing and observing. Nobody rushes. There's no anxiety. That wasn't always the case when our kids were a lot younger. But it's a chance for us to enjoy one another's joy at gift sharing. It strikes me that it's fun to be home with you this morning because truly the Christmas story is about home. The text that we'll use this morning is about finding room in an inn, a place to lay one's head, a guest room, if you will, knowing that maybe you have family who's traveled to see you or you've done just that. We're praying for your safety in this Christmas season, wherever your journeys take you. But before we get to homecomings and the story of the birth of the Son, I want to tell you a story. It starts as maybe all stories should, in the beginning. See, our Scriptures confess that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And in the pattern of that creation over those first six days, offering to us that which is earth and sea, sky, light, dark, life, and in fact, all of animal kingdom and humankind, that story is rich. In a sense of goodness. And in fact, when God creates humanity, that humanity is very good. But very good is not quite perfect. And in the midst of that, there is a fracture, a sin that occurs that breaks a pattern that God hoped for to be in relationship with you and with me as human beings and God's, so to speak, favorite creature. That fracture becomes a theme throughout the whole rest of what we call the Old Testament in the Christian church. You see, For God, this pattern of relationship starts with a people. He calls Abram, renames him Abraham, and promises Abraham to have generations of children who will make a difference in the world and shine as a light to all the countries that surround them. From Abraham's one son, Isaac, comes another generation in his son, Jacob. Now, his relationship, even with his own brother, is fractured and struggled. And yet, as Jacob wrestles with God and becomes Israel, you see this pattern continue of God longing to be in relationship with us through family. Israel has 12 sons, and Joseph is displaced, well, sold into slavery into Egypt. He's cast aside by his brothers in the midst of their own broken relationship, but God provides for Joseph even there, so that in a bit of comeuppance, Joseph may be able to provide for his own brothers and families. They become a great nation in Egypt until they are, in fact, enslaved, and the pattern of fracture continues. God's people find themselves at a loss until they're delivered by Moses, brought back, and they become a people who now have a land as they move into the land of milk and honey in Canaan. From that place, a people become a nation, and that nation at first is governed by people who are kin to God, judges prophets, but the people long for a king, and so that transition happens from people and place to now kingdom. First king was imperfect, Saul, and in his falling away is risen David, a man after God's own heart, but as we know his own story, it ain't perfect either. God uses the imperfection of the lives of each of us to bring about God's good story, even at Christmas. But Even from one great king, that is a work that becomes fractured. The kingdom falls apart, and that which was a family, a people, a nation, a kingdom, is now divided till they come to a place where they are conquered and find themselves in exile, cast aside, in need of God's hope and promise and a sense of being restored. And the story continues that these people who were so displaced from their fractured relationship with God find themselves returning to their land of promise, hoping that God had not forgotten them. And by the time you get to the birth of Jesus, you find these Hebrew people downtrodden, conquered, broken, and governed by a Roman empire whose power so far exceeded their own that their day-to-day lives were spent in deep labor. Now, these are a people who are just trying to make ends meet. In the midst of a fractured, broken world. The story of Christmas is of a God who loves a fractured, broken world. That island of misfit toys that don't quite ever get it right or quite know what to do or the perfect thing to say are exactly the people whom God loves and to whom Jesus comes. So let's take a look at our Christmas story this morning. It comes from Luke chapter 2, and I'm assuming these words are going to be familiar to many, but I'll read them again for us this morning. In those days, in the days of fracture, in the days of conquering, in the days when those who were a people, a nation, and a kingdom, and had been conquered and exiled and were finding themselves broken and afraid, in those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus, ruler of the Roman world, that all the world should be enrolled This was the first enrollment or census when Quirinius was the governor of Syria and all went to be enrolled each to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee from the city of Nazareth to Judea to the city of David which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David, that great king, that man after God's own heart. Joseph went there to be enrolled with Mary his betrothed who who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to be delivered. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and lied him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. The Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God for this Christmas story. So this morning, as we come into your home, we honor and acknowledge that the homes that we live in, the homes that we've created, the homes that we have lost in this last year, that which was familiar, that which we know, that which we have always longed for and may have lost, are fractured and incomplete. And yet it is to just such places that God comes at Christmas. Mary and Joseph are displaced from their home of comfort up in the Sea of Galilee and head down to Bethlehem because Joseph himself was a descendant of David. Mary, so faithful to her pledge to her uh, engaged-to-be-husband Joseph. Imagine traveling in your ninth month of pregnancy simply because it was important to you to be registered with your fiancee. She gives birth and has to lay her new son in a manger for there is no home for them, no room for them in the inn. And yet it is in this story that God is moving and alive. All of the work of the Old Testament, all of the hope and promises of the new, everything that the people of old had longed for and the people today long for are met in the incarnation and birth of Jesus Christ. And the one who comes as light And life, hope, and love, justice, and the grantor of eternity comes in simple ways. You see, God loves a fractured world enough to risk himself for us. To be present, to be incarnate in a fragile, vulnerable, often cold, often hungry infant a symbol of deep need for all of us, dependent, radically dependent on a mother's love and a father's tender care. And yet that is the first picture we get of God, creator of all that is and lover of our fractured world. This light and this life that comes in the person of Jesus Christ. So this Christmas we've been giving and sharing gifts. In this church, that's been made possible through your generosity and support of groups like Bridge to Home and Family Promise, your work in the Miracle Offering, and the ways in which God has been at move in subtle ways for your generosity and your work in this campus and in our community that surrounds us. All of these ways of giving gifts go beyond the typical practice of running to the store as I no doubt did to pick up a gift at the very last minute and hastily wrap it. The gifts of our time and our energy, our love and our lives become a holy offering in this season. And they don't have to be perfect. Because God loves a fractured, imperfect world. When we try to frame up what's at stake and what our hope is in this season, I lean on some of the great songs of our faith, and the Christmas carol that speaks most to me on this particular day is, joy to the world, the Lord is come, let earth receive her King. Today is a day where joy has come, where we as God's beloved and God's very good creation receive the King of kings, our hope and our promise. From our family to yours, Merry Christmas and God bless you. We love you and you are in our prayers. We'll see you again soon. Thanks so much for joining us today. Would you join me in a moment of prayer? Holy God, for your story of Scripture lived out in our lives, we give you thanks and praise. Your Word is made life in the Son You offer to us hope and possibility. You show us new ways for life, for justice, and for purpose. Be with the families of Valencia United Methodist Church on this Christmas morning and in the week to come. Help them to see Your light. Help them to share Your love. Help them to know Your grace and mercy. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.